Welcome to The Deal with Yield, your podcast series covering the issues that matter most in crop production. I'm Joel Whipperfirth, Director of Digital Transformation for Winfield United. So Jason, as a background for our listeners, you joined Land Lakes in 2017 and uh, and really helped start to build uh, the TruTerra uh, platform that we're going to talk about it today. But before we dive into that, give us just a little background, some some grounding as to uh, what what you brought to Land Lakes that was a little different um, that really helped uh, fuel uh, the the journey that Land Lakes is on now. Well, Joel, thanks, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be part of your program and be able to touch and engage with your listeners. Um, I'm a fan of the show, and I really appreciate what you and, and John are doing here to help educate and inform and engage uh, retailers and farmers in this conversation broadly around agriculture. And I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about what TruTerra is, is working with retailers, with Winfield United, and with farmers across uh, the Corn Belt and the Grain Belt here in the United States. Uh, my background, you're right, is a little non-traditional. Previously to Land Lakes and joining the, the company, I had worked my prior 20-plus years in public service, and most recently working for the U.S. Department of Agriculture, where I served as the chief of the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service. Some of your listeners may know them by the acronym of NRCS, or some of the folks may even know it even further back in the agency's history as the Soil Conservation Service, SCS, as many still refer to it today in the countryside. And for folks who don't know too much about the agency, it's an organization that President Roosevelt started in the wake of the Dust Bowl. And it's uh, really, I, in my view, was the first the foundational soil health. People ought to talk about soil health. It's the first soil health organization, I think, in the world, where the first chief of the Soil Conservation Service, his name was Dr. Hugh Hammond Bennett. And Chief Bennett really led the effort across the United States to think differently about how we manage our soils and how to improve the productivity and ensure the long-term ability of our cropland and pastures and rangelands to be able to produce food and fiber. And out of that movement grew this national organization called NRCS, which works voluntarily with farmers and ranchers to help them identify opportunities to improve their stewardship and to enhance and protect their natural resources. And so it was that grounding and that experience in public service, uh, working with farmers and ranchers across the United States, when I learned this opportunity, what Land Lakes was doing through its, its cooperative system, working with regional and local farmer cooperatives and agricultural retailers, and trying to identify through their channels and through their relationships with farmers how to um, build out a complementary approach with TruTerra in, in working with side-by-side -side, with conservation professionals in the field in the public service, but knowing that the public couldn't get there by themselves just through government agencies really needed to also engage the organizations and advisors that farmers turn to for agronomic services and consultation and support, which are those agricultural retailers and local farmer cooperatives and farmers themselves. And that really, to me, was foundational. It was different. And so I joined Lane Lakes about two, two and a half years ago to be part of the team to help build out that approach, that private sector approach that complements what the U.S. Department of Agriculture had previously been largely doing uh, on its own with other public agencies at the state level. Yeah, so I, I think that background sets us up well to talk about TruTerra 
And you know what's really interesting about that is that this isn't a, a one-year thing. It's not a it's not a two-year thing. It, it, it's a path of continuous improvement that you're really talking about. And I, I think what's interesting about likening you know your experience here at the soil uh, the NRCS office and you know how some of the attributes and the the good work that they do in the countryside uh, has an opportunity to be uh, brought into to land of lakes. Uh, I, I liken it back to the extension agency that the land grant universities were put out there to help uh, advance agriculture through uh, plot trials and research and really help uh, through extension farmers learn how to be more productive and, and grow their crops. And extension is something that's been adopted globally, of course, but that's where a lot of our, our universities got their start. Well, you know, as the funding went out of that in the 1980s, the answer plot program came on about 10 years later and, and really built some of the foundation for the for the work that enabled uh, Truterra here. And, you know, I think today, if you compare an, an annual answer plot from a data points collected, we're generating three times more data points in the answer plots than the extension system did at its peak in, in, the, in the late 80s there. So it's, it's, it's yet another way that, you know, there's been some good government agencies before that have laid some foundations. And now there's an opportunity to bring this closer to the farm gate and make it even more applicable. So tell me a little bit about, you know, Truterra and, and what are the partners of Truterra? What, what are the sectors that it touches from, from farm gate all the way to what? Let me get to that. But let me just riff off of what you just said. Joel, and that's it's being really clear-eyed on what uh, agricultural retailers and Wilmington United and Land Lakes can do differently than just what the public sector can do. So you had mentioned the extension service and land-grant universities um, that will include a lot of uh, state agencies as part of that that agronomic uh, inquiry and support for farmers that now, through the Antipot system and the Wilmington United network of agricultural retailers, is, is enhancing. With Truterra, it's also being clear-eyed on what the public can do really well with natural resource conservation, and then where are some opportunities then that the private sector can bring and enhance? And I think that's where Truterra is different. So when I think about what the Winfield United system and the ag tech team and agricultural retailers, what they are at the world's best at is a merging exploding world of agricultural technology, of precision ag, precision agronomy, what we think about it as precision conservation. And there's so much data that's being created, whether it's from the planter to the sprayer to the harvester to all the ag technology that's used to guide the application of, of inputs across the growing season. And in buried in that, ultimately at the core of that is helping the farmer be as productive and profitable and efficient as possible. And so if I had to distill it all down, what is conservation at its core? What is natural resource conservation? It's helping the farmer minimize the waste from his production system. And waste, in this case, the way we think about it in conservation is topsoil erosion, is sediment loss from the field, is lost soil carbon from your soil system, is excess nutrients that are um, running off in the field or leaching into the tile line. It's spray drift from the crop protection products. That's all the, the value of the asset of the farm field or of the crop inputs that ultimately is money out of the pocket of the farmer. So if we're helping the farmer be super efficient, targeting their applications and their seeding and ultimately being as profitable as possible, that's really good for that farming operation and for that farmer's economic sustainability. 
but by the way, then it's also creating a real value to the public, which is about protecting water quality, protecting air quality, um, ensuring the long-term ability for that field to grow food, which we need for growing world population. And that's the, the other uh, component that the farmer's producing, which is that clean air, clean water, and abundant food, which we all depend upon. And so that's what's different about Truterra and how it's now following in on the leadership of Winfield United and complementing and building upon Winfield United's capabilities, particularly in the ad technology space. Uh, as Truterra, we have built a new platform called the Truterra Insights Engine, which is a first-of-its-kind technology solution on conservation. And it's trying to identify and give the grower insights into every field they operate, what are opportunities to enhance their stewardship of their natural resources, of their soil and, and water natural resources, with an eye towards profitability. That if you're going to ask a grower to tweak their management or to change a practice or to adopt a different system, uh, we have to be able to communicate not just the natural resource benefit of that, but also the economic benefit of that, and to be transparent about it. Um, and then to provide support for that grower as they're thinking about options to tweak their management, to change their business operations in a field or across the whole farm, how to provide that, that support as that grower is making that change and adopting different practices in their overall farming operation. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think one of the resources you, you talked uh, touched on a little bit there was, you know, topsoil, and, and in particular, you know, growing up on a, on a farm in uh, southern Wisconsin, a lot of silt loam, loam soils, 6 to 15% slopes, and, you know, I, I think about, you know, growing up, and I'd always see this, uh, this, this river of water in, in the spring uh, snow melt that was, that was coming down, but I, I don't think it was easy for, you know, my dad to necessarily think about quantifying uh, the value of, of of what exactly was in those rivers. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of of topsoil and how Truterra starts to put a value on that and and, and can help a, a farmer like my dad think about uh, how much value is in there. So that that, that topsoil that that soil obviously that is the factory floor right. That's the production system. That's where the grain is grown, the food is produced, the fiber is produced, and so ensuring that production system, that soil, to be functioning and high quality is paramount. So it's not just this, this year's productivity, and it's perhaps thinking beyond next year. It's thinking 5, 10, 20, 50 years out. And the, the, the creation of that soil literally takes eons to create. I mean, it's, it's something that is a very valuable and a finite resource. And so ensuring that that soil functions properly in terms of allowing for water infiltration. So instead of having you're talking about on your family farm, that snow melt and that runoff, and you talked about a river of you know snow melt and, and precip coming off, undoubtedly carrying a lot of topsoil with it, as well as valuable crop input with it, instead allowing for that soil to uh, have the, the porous, the porosity to allow for water infiltration, and then to have the organic matter in that soil, which serves as a sponge, and that organic matter can hold 20 times its weight in water. And so allowing that organic matter to hold on to that, uh, that, that water and keep the soil moist and cool, particularly in the hot summer months when you need that soil to be, uh, have moisture to, pr to provide sustenance for the crop, um, to allow for nitrogen and phosphorus um, efficiency and allowing for the cycling of the nutrients um, for crop, crop productivity and crop health. 
and allowing for the overall quality of the soil to allow for healthy root structure and not have a compaction zone or a, a till pan that ultimately is going to retard or prevent roof growth and development. It's all these factors together where it's thinking about how do we ensure that soil is going to be fertile but also functioning in a way that allows for the most productive and profitable production of, of grain and crops off that field. And so the True Terra Insights engine is the first of its kind approach where it's trying to give the farmer information that he or she probably hasn't seen before and thinking about soil, not just from erosion and topsoil erosion, but also thinking about um, what's happening with my variability across my field, for example, and my nitrogen use efficiency, which in some cases is actually driven by not just what you're talking about, Joel, on slope, but also by the soil type itself. And so helping to visualize nitrogen use efficiency differences, variability across that field to come up with different strategies on how to manage my crop inputs and my fertilizer fertility program across that, that soil type and across my field. And the Insights Engine also gives visual insights into on what's the direction on my soil organic matter and soil carbon, which is so important for soil function and soil quality. So there's different ways we can give information back at a whole field scale, but importantly, too, which is really exciting to me as, as a former person from the conservation field at USDA, I think the future of farming is, of course, and precision, and it's understanding within field management and what are different ways to improve the management of your soils, which are so important for crop production. And this is an angle that the Insights Engine takes, which I think is unique, that they're in this, this sustainability conservation space where it's putting the farmer in control and understanding not just on a field scale, but within the field, the variability of my soils in, within my field and how do I then manage those differently depending upon their unique needs and ultimately to ensure for that, that field success and profitability. So you, you brought up something there that I, I, brings me back to my, my days in ag retail. You know, we had different uh, tillage systems, farmers that we, we uh, did custom application for. One of the things that we always uh, would, would know about, you know, after a rain delay, you know, which fields were going to be ready for a sprayer uh, the fastest. Oftentimes they were our ridge till or no-till farmers that we could get a half-day jump on versus uh, a, conven- a conventionally tilled field. You know, I imagine that that that, that has a lot to do with the you know, the soil's ability to take on rainfall. Talk to me a little bit about you know what 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 some of those differences are that that we were seeing out there and being able to get back on those fields faster. So I, I was interesting. I was out last week in Indiana at a, a knowledge event with one of our owners, and I was talking to a branch manager from one of the locations, and he does a lot of custom application work. And he said, I mean, just to your point, Joel, um, he has not just seen it, but actually felt it and even smelt it in the sense that when he's out in the field, when he's in the spray rig, uh, if you were to blindfold him and, and, and just drive across the field, he would know which field just by the feel of the steering wheel uh, and uh, within the cab of the, the sprayer which was a no-till field versus what was going to be conventionally tilled. And it's in terms of um, a no-till or a strip-till, ridge-till system. It was going to be a spongier, softer soil, and it was going to be, for him, a smoother ride versus a more conventionally tilled system where that's going to be kind of a hard-packed pan on top of that surface of the, the, the field where it's probably going to have gully formation and some other uh, formations occurring in the field 
in, in terms of smelling it, again, you're just going to have a different function in terms of having a richer organic matter and um, just a different soil structure. Uh, and, and, and he lived and breathed it literally. Um, so it, what's happening when you go into a lot of the soil disturbance, and there, there's some core con- concepts around soil management, which are part of the True Terror Insights engine in terms of having this conversation, and that uh, one of the core concepts is to to the extent possible, minimize disturbance of the soil. So in the end, it's not saying you always have to be never till or no till. Uh, there was going to be different production systems where tillage is perhaps required or it's part of the rotation or it's part of the management system or it's part of the crop protection, that, that uh, weed management program. That's understandable. But to the extent possible, minimizing that soil disturbance and allowing for the prior plant residue to preserve as that protection, that carpet, which ultimately protects the soil from wind, protects the soil from precipitation, hard storm events, uh, slows down the flow of water across the field, which is going to help reduce ephemeral and gully formation, and will allow for better water infiltration. So but through tilling, you're going to be disturbing those those pores, the macro and micro pores, which are you know put there through earthworms and gophers and other invertebrates and critters that are in the soil, but also from the roots themselves. And if you till, you're breaking up the aggregate stability, the aggregates themselves, you're um, destroying and, and disturbing that, that pore space, which is really important for water infiltration, but also to allow the soils to breathe, literally, to allow for uh, oxygen to um, mix and be able to penetrate into the soil profile, which allows for um, the microbiota in the soil, which are really important for processing nutrients for crop uh, productivity. So. The, the, one of those core tenets, again, coming back to your question, Joel, is really about minimizing disturbance and also allowing for those who are in a residue, high-residue system to allow for some residue left at the end of harvest to protect those fields, uh, to ultimately protect it from weathering events, and also to keep the, the, the soils cool to allow for the soil moisture to be retained by the soils themselves. That makes a ton of sense. And what you said there, you know, the smell, you can certainly smell the, the, the additional organic matter on those farms. But, you know, one of the things that, that I also experienced in, in my retail world was when, uh, when commodity prices dipped down, I would find growers would call me up and they'd say, you know, I've got to make some changes on my farm and I've got to, make, I've got to find some places to cut. And I'm going to cut out uh, grid soil sampling, for instance, or I'm going to cut back on my soil sampling. And I'd say, well, that's, this is the wrong time you know, in, in an economic status to to pull back on sampling, you know, on measuring what you're trying to manage. You know, you talked about changing tillage practices. You changed about, you talked a little bit about, you know, some of these things that potentially uh, increase your, your true terrace score. But when is the best time for a farmer to start considering, you know, my local cash price today is 336 for corn. When's the best time to start these practices in a down economy, in a down farm market or in an up farm market? I think it's, how can you not afford to start, I guess, is a way I would turn that around. And it's importantly, what we're asking for is not a, a top down prescription. And it's not saying here is the recipe, you have to follow every step of the recipe. Instead, it's, it's we start foundationally, where is that farming operation at? What are the business objectives for that grower, for that farmer? And then what's different about the True Terra Insights engine is it will help identify what does that field need? What can farmers do to learn more and possibly even demo the tool today? 
the, if listeners or growers are interested in, in, in or even agricultural retailers, uh, first stop would be www.truterrainsights.com. Truterra is spelled T-R-U-T-E-R-R-A, so truterrainsights.com. And then there's uh, great information on that website if folks want to learn more. And from there, we can connect uh, folks. Uh, they can contact us. We can connect them with an agricultural retailer uh, that is offering the service. So we have nationally today 23 agricultural retailers that are engaged, signed up, and are using the tool and in, in taking this technology and this, this voluntary approach to advocating for conservation solutions, but also identifying for growers like yourself opportunities to tweak and, and change their management a little bit. Um, so the first stop would be TrueTerraInsights.com. Awesome. Uh, Jason Weller, thank you for joining us on the show today. You've been listening to the Deal with Yield podcast. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us online or on your podcast app. And for more episodes, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and thedealwithyield.com. 